Breaker Breaker One Niner, get your ears on for the Fitness Skills Podcast from GMB. Over the next half hour or so, we're going to give you some tips and advice on getting more out of your physical training so you could have more fun in real life. I'm Andy Fawcett, and here with me is the hero of the GMB Epic Saga, Ryan Hurst, our program director and head coach. Uh, let's drop the hammer on today's podcast. Ryan, how are you doing? What's up? Doing great. Looking forward to this podcast. Unfortunately, uh, last week we couldn't do it, so that's why I'm so excited about this week to be able to talk about everything in the world. What's yes. up, Andy? What's everything up, man? in the world. Um, everything in the world. Yeah, great. Uh, I'm having a, a wonderful time. Uh, yeah, that's all there is sounds, to that. Sounds right. like you are. Great. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're going to talk about uh, cardio. Yes. And we're going to talk about um, we're going to talk about free stuff. Yeah. All right. So we're going to talk about cardio and free stuff and maybe some other things. Who knows? Uh, but sure. first, Ryan, I want to ask you a couple of questions. These are things that people have asked us. Uh, and so I'm just going to kind of shoot a few at you. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Why have you been in Japan so long? Oh, yeah, I had to escape the United States due to, due to some issues with the law. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, I've been in Japan for so long just because um, I like the country because I feel tall. You know, there's a lot of short people over here in Japan, and so every time I ride the train, it just makes me feel huge because, you know, I'm such a small guy in the United States with no muscles. That being over here in Japan just makes me feel good. It's good for your self-esteem. Um, it, that's yeah. basically what it is and why I'm here in Japan. Um, now, there are actually quite a few tall people in Japan. But, uh, yeah, Japan, to be honest, I just, when I first came over here, uh, many, 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 many years ago, I just enjoyed it. Um, and one year turned into two, two into five, five into ten, and before you know it, it's been 20 years. Um, it's not that I have anything against um, the United States, but this is my home now. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. Nothing, no real awesome answer for that. But yeah, <laughs> just, um, I enjoy my, I've, of course, uh, my wife is Japanese and I have two kids. Uh, yeah, we thought about going back to the United States. To be honest, we had some, some issues in, uh, the visa process with my wife. Uh, nothing that she did bad. It's just that the process has changed. Um, it, Took yeah, a little it's longer really, than we really not easy. Yeah, it's just kind of crazy. And so, you know what? We sat back and said, it doesn't really matter where we live, uh, you know, with the kind of work we do now on the Internet and being able to travel anywhere in the world within, what, at least 15 hours at the most. Um, the world's a small place now. And so uh, we're still hanging out here in Japan. My kids are still young. And that's about it. Yeah, exactly so. the same thing for me. You know, we realized that the world is so much smaller, and if we could live anywhere in the world, we wanted to live someplace beautiful. So uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's great. Yeah, I can't say that um, Osaka is the most beautiful place in the world. Which, you know, it's one of the big reasons <laughs> I left Osaka. <laughs> I think a big part of it too, though, is um, really for my wife. Also, um, she's got a very strong. Uh, social support system over here in Osaka with her friends and so I, I think a big part of it was um, really for my wife and um, it's good for our kids as well they have a lot of friends 
And um, because of that, and because we decided to stay in Japan a little longer, that's actually why I opened my gym over here. Um, and big reason for that was because uh, we teach English, and I wanted my children to also be able to speak English, obviously. And um, so, rather than you know thinking about just moving back to the states. And starting from scratch, we decided to create our own environment over here. So, again, I don't think it really matters where you live. You just got to make the most of where you are and enjoy it. So that's why we're still here in Japan. Awesome. Uh, let me see. What's another one? Uh, another oh, question. This is a really good one that we could we can put this one to rest once and for all. Are you related to Nick Cage? Oh, um, this I is our single most common YouTube question. Uh, or comment is that you know? Oh, look! It's Nick Cage teaching handstands. I really thought everyone knew this. Um, we're twins. I I really thought everyone knew that we're actually twins. Um, and uh, of course, you know, I had to change my name too, just because we're he so he became so famous and uh, would cause problems. But um, shit, no, I'm not Nick Cage. If I were Nick Cage, I would be crazy. And. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I won't go into that. I loved your work in Face Off, though. Well, thank you. You know, I liked working with John Travolta. He's a pretty cool dude. Uh, we had a good time. <laughs> Talking Scientology. <laughs> uh, speak. Well, I won't even go into it. Um, yeah. No, I'm not Nicolas Cage. Um, I might sound like him and I might look like him, but that's kind of scary. Um, I don't think my receding hairline is that bad but who knows i could just be joking myself so yeah <laughs> but right. it is funny how many questions or how many comments we get all the time are you nick cage yeah, yeah. <laughs> great okay it never Whatever. ever ever gets old does it, it? never i love it it's awesome <laughs> it's awesome all right while we're talking about comments that people have made let's uh I, I want to thank people for reviewing the podcast uh, when you do one of the most recent ones from uh, Victor Mancella somewhere in the U.S. He said that it's uh, funny, entertaining, and useful, and if you haven't checked out the GMB programs, I suggest you take a look at Parallels 1. These guys have truly done an amazing job with that program. Thank you very much, Victor, and thank everyone you. else. Uh, and yeah, Parallels 1 is a great place to start with the GMB magic uh, if you're not sure where to get started because uh it builds a really good foundation and uh, <laughs> we appreciate everyone who who gives it a shot yeah cool so let's get into the meat for today uh you told me before we started recording that you wanted to talk about cardio and i'm yes. guessing that has something to do with the new stationary bike you purchased yeah and i also got a concept um 16 this is something that hasn't even come out yet it's a concept 16 rower you know they're only up to you know. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the concept two to the fourth yes. power Yes, and the thing is, they wanted me to test it, and I was like, oh, okay. I'm so sorry, I, you it's know, cubed, it's I, not to the fourth. I'm, man, my math has gotten so bad. Well, you live in Hawaii, what can you say? We, we um, really, we only count so many coconuts at a time. <laughs> cardio, man, I tell you what, um, the best cardio actually is climbing coconut trees, the palm trees, getting the coconuts. And um, pulling them down. And so you've that's got your why you post-workout nutrition right there too. It's you're good to go. And uh, you know you can also work on strengthening your hands, your wrists by cracking open those coconuts with your bare hands. Your judo so chop. Judo chop. 
Um, cardio, yeah. Uh, I was in the United States, and just little things were cracking me up, like meeting with a person, and they're like, "Ryan, you haven't changed in years," and blah blah blah, and you know that was nice to hear. And they said, "Yeah, you must work out a lot." And I said, "Yeah." And they would constantly ask me how much, you know, I ran or what kind of cardio I did, and that was cool. But then they would get in their their car and drive like two blocks back to their house, which I just thought was pretty funny. Um, so cardio, cardio. Everybody thinks that you know you need to be doing cardio to lose weight or get into shape. And if you enjoy running. I think that's great. Go ahead and run all you want. But something that I would like people to kind of take a step back and think about is doing cardio because you think you need to be doing more cardio when really it might just be better not to use your car as much. So if you're in the United States or somewhere else in the world and you need to go shopping or maybe you, I don't know, need to go just pick something up from the store. And what I mean by shopping is grocery shopping. Um, It might be good to walk. And you might be thinking, you know what, hey, I've got to buy so many groceries and I've got to carry all those groceries. You know, it's just a pain in the ass. Well, you know, over here in Japan, I really honestly, besides going to Costco, which you guys might laugh at, but yes, there is a Costco over here in Japan. Um... I don't think I've ever used my car to go buy groceries. And I only buy enough groceries to take care of me for like maybe the day or or a couple days. What do I do after that? I walk back to the grocery store and I buy more groceries. So what I'm saying is, is that cardio doesn't necessarily have to be getting on a treadmill and running or thinking that you need to run five miles every single day. It can be as easy as going shopping and carrying your groceries back. It can be as easy as parking as far away from a store's entrance as you can and walking to that store or maybe even riding your bike somewhere. Um, I'm 40 years old, still ride my bike everywhere that I can. Uh, Of course, yeah, there are times that I need to use a car, but for the most part, I'm either riding my bike or I'm walking. I don't do a whole lot of cardio in the sense that jumping rope or something like that. Uh, if you feel that you that you want to jump rope or something, I think that's great. But I think the more that you can walk, the more that you can think about um, riding your bike and not worrying about doing cardio, but getting out and actually moving your body more by walking and doing these kind of things, the better off you're going to be. Um, If you have a race or something that you need to prepare for, that's a different matter. I'm just talking about basic everyday life, um, taking the stairs instead of using the escalator or even the elevator. Little things like that, moving your body more is definitely going to help in the long run. So how much cardio should you be doing? Well, you should be moving your body as much as you can whenever you can and however you can. Yeah, I think one of the one of the obsessions with cardio is that people it really comes down to this this idea that I I come back to and, and hit on a lot is that people seem to look at their their physical fitness training as something that is uh, designed to make up for their yes. other personal failings. Yes. Like, you know, like don't design please 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 don't design your your health regimen around 
making up for your perceived lack of self-esteem. Yeah. Uh, I know that's kind of putting it a little maybe strongly for what people think, but look at it look at it this way. Um, cardio is not something that you choose to do to balance out the fact that you ate a cupcake. <laughs> okay? Oh, I ate a cupcake. I better hit the elliptical. That sounds really dumb when I say it in the cartoon voice, but that's shit that people say all the goddamn time. Oh, yeah. Oh, people yeah. People say that every day. And, you know, you don't need to always be worried about some imaginary balance in your mind between things that you love and things that you hate. And the things that you hate are all good for you and the things that you love are all evil. That's not the way it works. I'm not saying that you should eat a lot of cupcakes. <laughs> That's not the point. If you love cupcakes, well, you know what? You you might need feel to... Free. You know, feel yeah. free, but yeah, think about why you're eating all those cupcakes. You might need so. to look at some other things. But the, the fact is, though, I mean, I love hamburgers, and I don't want to eat like five of them a day, though. I want to wow. have one or two really, really great burgers a week, you know? And I don't want to feel guilty about that. I don't want to feel like I have to go jog a mile because I ate a burger. Like, that's not the right way to do it. You really need to look at what you're trying to do with things. If, if, you, have, if you have things in your life that you think are sins, you need to look at why you're doing them and, and why you're compelled to do them and look at changing your habits around that. Or you also need to look at just accepting the fact that you really freaking like burgers. There's nothing wrong with that. But on the other hand, you can't make up for that with something totally different. You can't make up for milkshake with elliptical machine. It doesn't work that way. And cardio should not be something that you do as a response to something else. Now, we talk about cardio and like, you know, the elliptical, the jogging and stuff like that, but cardiovascular health is very truly important. It is a real thing. Cardiovascular training is a real thing. It is necessary. It is helpful for everyone. Now, so you might be thinking, well, then how do I make sure that I have the necessary cardiovascular training for good health? You know, is it enough just to walk everywhere? Well, for most people, uh, it's enough to just move a lot more. But for a lot of people who want to have a higher degree of health, uh, you know, you might want to do a little bit more. And if you want to run, that's fine. If you want to take one day a week or maybe two days a week and do a few sprint intervals, that's a great idea. Actually, uh, somebody asked us by email a few days ago if it would be okay to keep doing uh, once a week doing a few sprint intervals in addition to one of our programs. And I said, yeah, hell yeah. Absolutely, yeah. One time a week is not going to affect your recovery too much. It's actually just going to be really great for you. But if you're trying to add like recover, uh, if you're trying to add interval sprints to the end of every single workout, then that's a different situation. Yeah, yeah. You know, I jump rope. Um, I actually enjoy it. As funny as it might sound, um, I enjoy jumping rope. Um, I don't jump rope for like thirty minutes or something like that. We're talking like like five to ten minutes. a couple of times a week and that's it. But I don't do it because I think, oh, just like what Andy, what you were saying, oh, I had a cupcake or something like that. No, for me, it's, it's I want to do it for one and then also um, working on my cardiovascular health. So that's it. But, but again, I got to go back and say what I was saying earlier. 
rather than think about, oh, I've got to get on a treadmill because I'm not doing something, well, think about what you're doing in your daily life that you can change to keep you from thinking that you need to do this cardio because you didn't do something earlier. So maybe that means just uh, instead of using your big pickup truck, uh, go for a walk. And that's a big pickup truck. You can tell I've been uh, in Kansas. But anyway, um, you know, go for a walk or or if you don't want to go for a walk, then maybe then uh, do what I said earlier and just park further away from the grocery store and sprint to the door or something like that. I don't know. Exactly. So the point is we're not anti-cardio, but if you feel like you have to add a certain kind of training to make up for your habits, wouldn't it just make more sense to improve your habits? Hey, there's a really neat idea. (laughs) And speaking of really neat ideas recently, by the way, we just have a new blog post. It's called 42 Tips. To keep you healthy, happy, and moving, and there's some pretty good tips in there too. Um, just throwing that out at you. Definitely, um, definitely. Give it, give it a read. It's really good. And uh, actually, a lot of the stuff we talk about here on the podcast is in there. So uh, yeah, check it out. Cool on our blog. Awesome. Yeah, and uh, so. I think that really covers cardio. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of things you could do for that. There's a lot of reasons that you might need a certain level of conditioning and endurance work. But honestly, most people, for most purposes, do not have to have, you know, the stamina of a cage fighter. Yeah. You don't don't need that. Cage fighters have a very specific uh, requirement. And I've never, ever, ever needed that much stamina for anything in my life. And they also have a different mentality, so um, that's also something to think about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so <clears throat> I said that we were going to talk a little bit about free stuff, and yeah. so yeah, I think that that's that's important. Um, so we have a lot of, <clears throat> of free stuff that we provide on our blog. We have you know over two hundred blog posts. We have over two hundred YouTube videos. Man, we've got. So too much, much stuff, stuff out there. We probably too much because I think if if somebody is just really looking for general information and finds all our stuff, they're probably honestly it's it's just too much for us to expect anyone to really uh, look through start, and comprehend kinda, yeah. and use all of it. You know, yeah. like we we could write we could probably write a ten page manual on how to use our existing stuff. Um, hey, there you go. That's that's our next thing. That, okay, that's our next product. <laughs> Mark it down as a task. <laughs> but you know, if 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 that's you, and if if you're wondering where to start, and if for example you look at our programs and you say ninety five dollars, oh my god, there's so much money. I don't even know if I trust these guys. Hey, totally fine. I get it, and it's yeah, it's it's not cheap, um, and it costs money, and you might not be ready for that. That's okay. You know what? We've got some really, really great free stuff for you. And uh, it's actually really, really damn good. Um, yeah. We have, we have three completely free programs that you can follow for several weeks that pretty much regardless of your fitness level will probably teach you something uh, that will help you. But they're, they're specifically geared to beginners. But even if you've been training for a while uh, – some of these will be really helpful. For example, um, we have the 
basic handstand training guide, which is what we give to everybody who joins the posse, who signs up for our email newsletter. Uh, we give that to everyone right away because we think that the handstand is a really great kind of like door opening exercise to teach you, you know, some mobility and strength and balance and everything. Um, Ryan, why don't you just break down kind of what's in that real quick? Yeah, start off with the warm-up, let you know uh, what needs to happen uh, with your wrists, shoulders, in order to get you ready to be able to do the handstand. Then we go into some conditioning exercises, make sure that you've had the, you have the strength to be able to hold yourself upside down. And then we start working on the wall, uh, show you the different variations of facing the wall, facing out, and then finally uh, help prep you for doing the free standing handstand. Yeah. And it's it's over 20 minutes of video. It includes a PDF that has several weeks of, uh, and it, it can it can be several weeks of training, pretty much spelled out for you how to how to progress through it. And you know that's better than pretty detailed. A lot yes. of products out there. It's pretty yes. detailed. Um, we're not promising that it will instantly make you able to hold a freestanding handstand for like a billion years or anything, but it will get you better at doing a handstand in probably the shortest amount of time that you can spend if you're really consistent with it. Yeah, it'll definitely get you on track. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a completely free thing that we make available to everyone. If you're not ready to buy something yet, that's fine. Check out the free stuff. It'll give you a really great idea of the kind of things that we we make, you know? Yeah. I've also got to say, too, if you're nervous about giving us your email address, if you're nervous about signing up with a posse, then go to our YouTube channel and check out all the videos there. You don't have to sign up for anything there. There's tons of videos I mean tons of videos uh, on our YouTube channel. You can do a search, find something that you're looking for. Maybe you want to learn how to do the L-sit. We got that covered. Uh, maybe you want to learn how to kick up into the handstand. Got that covered. Uh, top position on the rings, pull-ups, chin-ups, whatever. Go in there, do a search, uh, look for what you want to do, watch the video, learn how to do it, then come back later and realize just how freaking cool we are and then you can put your email address in there and get all the other free stuff yeah totally and you know just to say also i said we had three complete programs that are totally free we have two more that are very easy to get one is uh, the ultimate guide to starting ring training so this is something that starts from the very basics of you know how to grip gymnastic rings how to begin doing pull-ups and stuff and basically teaches you everything you need to start working up to muscle ups does it mean that you can watch the video and instantly do a muscle up of course not but even people who are pretty damn strong find doing their first you know ring muscle up to be quite a feat uh because they don't know the technique and don't know how to build up to it so this is something we make completely free that will give you a really good taste of the way we approach ring training we also have a parallettes program that's the same thing so what i'm trying to say is no, we don't expect everyone to just trust us and throw money at us for our programs. We expect you to just use the hell out of the free stuff. And if if you think it's great, and if you really want to learn more about the way we teach, and if you think that that's going to fit your needs, then we make resources for that. And those resources those resources do cost money because uh, because. This is this is our full time job, you know. It's not like right. a side thing. This is what we do. Is uh, Ryan about how many hours a day would you say you spend answering emails that our clients? Oh send? God, 
that's a huge part of my day. Yeah. And, you know, when you get a product, when you buy a program product for from us, uh, we're still here to help. It isn't like you buy something from us and we're saying, see you later, good luck, go on your own. No. I get emails and people send me videos uh, of a particular thing that they're having trouble with. I uh, just got an email the other day from a guy who just having trouble with his uh, pistol squats, his one-leg squat, one-leg squats. And, you know... That's not even really in one of our programs, but still, you know, helping out this guy, making sure that he gets his pistol squats. So um, we, we're here to help you uh, and make sure that you're successful in whatever you're working on, whether that be rings one, rings two, P1, whatever. Um, but we don't do this stuff for free. Uh, we have tons of free videos, of course, but uh, we need to make a living so that we can still continue to help you. Yeah. And that's the thing. Uh, we we put a whole lot of effort into this. Uh, I think yes. a lot of people listening to this know that. Um, yeah. But if if you are listening and you don't really know us, then uh, I invite you to get to know us because we're <laughs> yes. fantastically nice people. I mean, yes. Come on. Um, one more thing. Uh, we have just a couple of minutes before I so. Uh, just so everyone knows, uh, we're we're trying to keep the podcast now under thirty minutes because uh, yeah. we want to we want to we don't want to take up your whole day listening to us talk. As fascinating as it probably is, yeah. so just before we kind of like bump up against our time, I want to squeeze in one more topic that we can uh, <clears throat> that we can cover, and it's this: um, people who have wrist problems. We oh, since, yeah. since we teach handstands to people right at the beginning and we, we give that to everyone for free. We have got a massively popular tutorial on uh, on YouTube for it. And so I, I I don't want people to think of us as like the handstand guys, but a lot of people do. And people jump into doing handstands. And so it's very, very natural for there to be some discomfort and maybe even a little pain at first. But there's a line beyond which you should not go, right? Mm-hmm. So what what about people with wrist issues and handstands and, and stuff like that? Yeah, well, this isn't just, of course, for just handstands. It can be for anything. If you're doing push-ups, a lot of push-ups or anything where you're on your – where you're balancing on your hands. Thing is, if you go to that point where it hurts – and I'm not, and just like Andy mentioned, it's not where you have the DOMS, the delayed onset muscle soreness the next day. It's like, wow, something's going on and something hurts. It's very, very easy. Go see a doctor. Get, get it checked out. Figure out what's going on. Then you can start to work on, one, fixing it or uh, doing something different to help go beyond what's going on so you strengthen your wrist of course and um maybe you need some some rehabilitation for your wrist but thing is don't mess around don't mess around go see a doctor physical therapist somebody figure out what's going on then you can go back and start working on what needs to uh happen in order to get strong yeah and that doesn't Um, mean that you should stop everything right plenty of other things you can work on uh, and you can also work on, you know, rehabilitating your wrist mobility and everything, too, uh, if that's in the plan that your doctor or physical therapist or whoever, yeah. you know, helps for you. But you, you, you shouldn't just wait for that. But if you're having pain, and this isn't just for wrists, like you said, I mean, it could be knees or ankles or anything. If, yeah. if you're trying to work out 
and you are having legitimate pain. Everyone here is smart enough to know the difference between this is something I've never done before, it feels a little weird, and real pain. You know, pain pain is like not when you've been sitting funny for a few minutes and you're like, <laughs> oh, my back is a little weird. You know, that's not pain. Pain is like when you get cut. Pain is when you step on a thumbtack. Pain is when you squat down and your knee says, oh, shit. Yep. That's pain. When you have pain... That's a signal that something is wrong, and you need to you need to figure out what's wrong. Uh, and if you have, and also, I just want to add to that: if you're having issues where where you're working out, and, and it doesn't even have to be for the wrist; it's anything. And one particular place in your body, let's say your knee, your knee is just barking and and just constantly aches after your workouts. Um, and maybe at night when you're trying to sleep, it kind of wakes you up because it just kind of aches. Something's going on. You need to, that's, that's also another indicator that you need to have it checked out. So don't just ignore it. Do not work through the pain. Have it checked out. Then you can work around that, work on something else while you're working on strengthening and fixing the area that is injured. Yes, absolutely. Uh, we're in this for the long haul, and yeah. we are not in any rush to to get a particular skill such that we have to jeopardize our long-term health in the interests of getting a handstand two weeks sooner or six yeah. weeks sooner. <laughs> yeah. Don't try to rush your handstand and then fuck up your wrist so you can't masturbate for the next 80 years. Wow. Don't do that. You're going to need that wrist for the rest of your life. That's right. Even though you have one other one you can use. But uh, it is good to have both uh, working properly. Yeah, I mean, you need some variety. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that's all we're going to cover today. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this at all, uh, definitely leave us a review on iTunes. And, hey, help spread the GMB love to your friends. We really appreciate it. And uh, let us know if there's anything we can do to help. Okay? All right. See you next time.